Welcome to the Burbs Minute Podcast, quite possibly the greatest lunatic movie ever made. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And this minute we are covering... <laughs> what the hell? Because <laughs> I'm looking at minute, and I said minute instead of episode. <laughs> all right, I'm going to try it again. Oh, that's great. My dog's sitting there next to me licking herself. Don't worry, this will all be on the outtakes if I remember to do it. Sure. All right, three, two, one again. Welcome to the Burbs Minute Podcast, quite possibly the greatest lunatic movie ever made. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. In this episode, we're covering Minute 90 of the Burbs, which begins with Ray screaming at Art and ends with Ray diving into an ambulance on a stretcher. <laughs> we are here. We are at Minute 90. We are one and a half hours into this movie. Yep. There's not much left. There's only a little over 10 minutes left after this. And uh, with less than, you know, say 12 minutes left, we're not totally sure who the uh, who the heroes and villains of this piece are. Still not positive. Yeah. Still not positive yeah. the Klopex did anything at all. Yeah, we had for the longest time, I had held to the fact that the Klopex were just put upon and were might have been the good guys. And then it looked like it turned when they started invading the Klopex house. It looked like a lot of evidence was piling up. The Klopex were up to something. Yeah. And then we had a real reversal here lately. Oh, where even Ray, it burned. Yeah, so. even Ray has kind of tapped out on them. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we enter the scene. We enter the minute at Ray last minute yelling out, it's not them. And he starts out this one with, that's us. Right. And he starts going over everything that they've done, vaulting over fences, peeking in people's windows. He doesn't mention the fact that they've broken a few sets of windows, too. <laughs> and then throwing garbage in the street throwing garbage in the street which uh, the garbage did mysteriously disappear I'm wondering if like the cops and the firemen just pushed it out of the way maybe it burned maybe a fireball landed on it yeah but Ray really helps though he picks up a wicker chair and throws it into the street <laughs> throws it hard too he's really helping the situation out <laughs> um, I have written down in my notes he's having a first class meltdown yeah <laughs> um, I will melt I will say again though I really enjoy the Hanks freak out meltdowns he does it in this yeah, movie. He does it in a few movies from this era. I, I know he does it in Money Pit. I really. I mean, how? Go. How many freakouts in this movie? It's, it's at least three, right? Yeah, Big ones. He's got he's got two here basically, and then he's got the one where he's outside just trying to get some goddamn sleep. <laughs> he's got that one. <laughs> um, but yeah. you can tell. Remember, right from the beginning of the movie, what would be a minute or two in, when you find out that he has the man has a trigger. When oh yeah. The paperboy goes by and hits him with the paper, and he throws hot coffee at him. <laughs> like that's not the response of a rational adult no I mean, not at all yelling at the kid is less than that like what happens if you hit him with that <laughs> so uh sir you're in court today because you got your paper boy second degree burns on his face <laughs> you launched your coffee at him his, his eyes burned yeah which would have been uh ironic considering yeah, that his no. eyes now burned <laughs> yeah they're the ones that are acting suspicious and paranoid again he's not wrong no definitely they not are being suspicious and paranoid <laughs> if you if you look at this movie objectively from somebody else's point of view, like a third party just watching what's going on, you may think the Klopex are creepy, but they're not doing anything actively hostile to anybody. No. When Wright is where the lunatics, he is right. They're acting like lunatics. They're not. Yeah. If the Klopex house exterior didn't look the way it does, there'd be nothing showing how really crazy they are. I mean, unless you got that night where he bangs the trash down with a with a thing. But even <laughs> that is not like Maybe he just was trying to get something in there. It's a little weird, but it's not as right. weird as the stuff they're up to. I have not been able to get 
trash bags into a trash can and just like stuck my foot in there and jammed it down. He just grabbed the stick and did it. Yeah, what's crazier than that? Him doing that or the fact that one of your neighbors keeps doing costume changes? <laughs> right, that's He's more crazy. Switching into bowling outfits and electricians' outfits and dressing like a like Payne Stewart from 1985. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then when he says, "We're the lunatics, us." Yeah. So he understands what's going on. <laughs> Whether or not the Klopex are the bad guys, they have all lost it. Yeah. But then and you just you gotta love art. I was gonna say this is my favorite part of art in this movie. <laughs> I don't know what to say. And then, I don't know what to say. And he says it in like such a douchey way of like, "What do you want me to move?" Where you're like, if somebody said that to you in real life, I'm trying to like put a more real life spin on this, not like your neighbors, or whatever. It's like if you're yelling at somebody for how they're treating your friend or like your sister or something. You're like, right. you can't talk to her that way. You can't say that to her. You're grabbing her when she walks by. You're being a disgusting pig. And they looked at you and said, what do you want me to do? Stop doing it? Like right. in that real like exactly. flippant tone where you're like, I'm going to punch you right in the face. <laughs> when he says that, Rumsfeld looks like horrified that he said that. <laughs> and I'm telling you right now, you know who's not very happy about it? Bobo Jake Gyllenhaal, not happy about this. Not this happy about here. it. Yeah, Rumsfeld's looking at him like, you idiot. And then again, he does – Hank stays there for like an extra two seconds, just lets it breathe for a second, and then he just charges at him. He charges. <laughs> Starts choking him again. <laughs> and then Art, Art it is bites a, his finger, but bites the finger that's already finger. wrapped up with the metal on it. Oh, right, the broken finger. <laughs> I feel like that would hurt my teeth more than it would hurt his finger. Meanwhile, when he runs at him, he is looks insane when he runs. Yeah. So I paused it in the middle of the battle just to figure out what's going on. So he's got Art. He had him by the throat, but now Art's biting his finger. He's also got a handful of Art's hair. So he's, <laughs> like, Tom Hanks has a legitimate handful of Rick Dukeman's hair and his yes, hand he does. on his head. Rance Allen <laughs> has his hands around Rick Dukeman trying to push Tom Hanks away. Rumsfeld's kind of going over the top trying to grab a hold of Hanks. And Bobo Jake Gyllenhaal is trying to pull Art away. And none of them are doing very good at this. No. Uh, this is also the first moment where we get a little bit of Carol action again. Right. Where she just looks horrified <laughs> what's going on. And Mrs. Rumsfeld is sort of trying to help her. Not much. Yeah, just enough to kind of pull her away. Right. Just, um, just to show her she's there. Although I will honestly say, as much as I've been saying Rumsfeld hasn't do it, done anything, he is the one who kind of breaks this up. He does get in the middle there. The cops do almost less than nothing. He gets in there. Uh, Bobo Jake Gyllenhaal gets in there and kind of pushes Art away. And then uh, Ray just lets everybody know that he wants to go to the hospital. <laughs> My now, eye hurts. Yeah, the last minute of it here, um, if you look online, I, as I mentioned before, this happened during a writer's strike. So they couldn't – they'd written a script, but anything they had to change, you just got to do it on the, on the scene because you can't write it. You're not allowed to. Nobody part of the – Writer's Guild can write anything. So this whole scene with the stretcher was Tom Hanks. Oh, he's, picking he, it up, uh, he's throwing it into the ambulance and diving on top of it. I'll tell you what, he's really good because he grabs it and chucks it in there, and then he slides right into the back wall of that ambulance. And I realize this is a different kind of stretcher, but like stretchers are not that light to just be picked up and flipped in there that way. He whips it in there. Yeah, I mean it's not one of the new stretchers that has all that crap all over it, but I mean he picks up like it's nothing, throws it in there <laughs> and dives on top of it and just. Slide to the back, and that's right where the yeah. minute ends. <laughs> it was perfect. It was. I laughed so hard when I first saw him slide into the back wall of that ambulance. Well, he's done. He he just he knows if he stays out there, he's just gonna keep attacking Art. Eventually, he's gonna punch Rumsfeld out. <coughs> He'll be lucky if he doesn't slap Ricky across the face. 
Right. He's ready to kill everybody. So when he's doing his little diatribe there, he calls them all lunatics. And this is the greatest lunatic minute of all time. (laughs) So I will say this. Do you have any idea where the word lunatic came from? Um, Now, if you break it down, it's Luna, which would be moon, right? Is it something to do with the moon? Yeah. Now, did you know that or did you listen to Stuff You Should Know this week? I didn't listen to it this week, but I have heard it before on somewhere. Yeah. Well, it gets to it. Lunatic is an informal term referring to a person who is considered mentally ill, dangerous, foolish, or unpredictable. Okay. Of those four, how many of them do you think are terms that you could give to our, our main leads here? Do you think any of them are mentally ill? I don't um, think so. Like, they're a little off, but I don't think any of them are actually mentally ill. That's like a... I mean, maybe... Maybe what? Maybe after this, they're mentally oh, yeah. ill. Well, after that's different. <laughs> they might have a psychological break. Dangerous? Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. All three of them are probably dangerous. Foolish? Definitely. Definitely. Unpredictable? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so they're hitting three of the four. Those are all conditions once attributed to lunacy. The term may be considered insulting in serious context in modern times, but is now more likely to be used in friendly jest. The word derives from lunatic, lunaticus, meaning of the moon or moonstruck. The term was yeah. once commonly used in law, but is not anymore. Yeah, it meant of the moon. Basically, like, um, the reason why I said, oh, because I just listened to a podcast about werewolves. And they were talking about lunatic oh. coming from the oh. moon. I think with Luna, and it usually has something to do with the moon. Yeah. M-O-O-N. That spells moon. <laughs> that also spells Tom Collins. <laughs> <laughs> that was a deep cut for uh, Stephen King nerds. That was definitely a deep cut. <laughs> yeah. On December 5th, 2012, the U.S. House of Representatives passed legislation approved earlier by the Senate removing the word lunatic from all federal laws in the United States. President huh. Obama signed this legislation into law on December 28th. So, uh, recently. Yeah, so they were – yeah, because they had to replace – I'm trying to see what they replaced it with. Mostly it all got replaced with, like, mental illness or something like that. It's not a pop- I mean, it's like um, it's like idiot. Idiot was, like, really a medical term at one point. Yeah. And then it stopped being. It said so, it was – So, like, a lot of words, they either fall out of common usage and become, like, lunatic or idiot where they become part of common usage or a word like retarded, which gets a bad connotation to it. And then that's got to go away. Right. Because then people take it the other way and you're like, oh, okay, we need to, we need to use a new word here. Cause there, there was like three levels. I forget what it was. It was idiot, imbecile, and it might've been lunatic were three levels of mental illness. I, lunatic. I know where you're going with this. Yeah. Do you remember it was three different levels of mental illness? Wasn't it idiot, imbecile? I can't remember what the last one was. Or are you doing the three eyes from a uh, Kurt Angle, idiot, imbecile, and impotent? <laughs> I wasn't, but that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I think I found it. It's true. It it's was true. moron, imbecile, and idiot. There you go. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, I'm not reading that part because that is super on PC. I'm not reading that. <laughs> okay, it just says a lot of stuff. The word idiot was replaced with persons who are mentally incapacitated. Okay. The word moron was coined in 1910. Wow, that's not that old. It was derived from the ancient Greek word moros, which meant dull. Idiot derives from the ancient Greek idio, meaning person lacking professional skill or mentally deficient person incapable of ordinary reasoning. I know what you're talking about, where they used to have actual IQ points for it. Right. But, like, you can see why – see, these are just, like, the other words we mentioned. Like, they were used as medical terms, and then people just took them as, like, I'm just going to call everybody a moron. Right. And, like, well, now we can't use that word anymore. <laughs> or, like, I yeah, tell I mean, people at work that, so- and, you know, it's not a medical term anymore. 
I'm, I'm, they could probably get offended and uh, take any office for it. Yeah, not for those. I mean, for the other ones, maybe. <laughs> because the other one that I mentioned was retarded comes from the Latin retardare, which means to make slow, delay, keep back, or hinder. Okay. Which is the first record of its use for someone considered mentally deficient was 1895, which, again, is not that long ago. No. So in 100 years, it went from being a completely legitimate medical term to, like, you know, a bunch of jackasses making it a bad thing you can't say anymore. Because... <laughs> You know, they started teaching kids in the 60s and 70s and 80s. It was it was cool to call people that. Yeah. You going to try to bring it back? I am absolutely not going to try to bring it back. <laughs> I mean, it's still use, I still hear it in some usage, but it's for things, not people. Right. If, like, uh, when you have certain kinds of bombs, there'll be bombs that have a retarded thing because they have fins or parachutes come out of them. Oh, okay. But they're using it in the... The technical term, not the medical term. Right. And that has been Lunatic Minute here on NPR, <laughs> <laughs> where we've talked more deep about uh, words than we probably should have. I'm pretty sure we were way out of our depth there. And everything we got wrong, you can just let us know. And, uh... Yes, just let us know. Uh, you can send our email, um, you know, just send it to the Star Wars Minute instead of us. <laughs> <laughs> let them figure it out. They seem pretty smart. Yeah, they're smart guys. They'll figure it out. <laughs> I'm trying to, I just went back to the beginning of the minute to see if we missed anything right at the beginning. No, I, I was good. I started right at the beginning of the right freak out. Oh, did you see uh, your boy was in this minute? You didn't mention him. One time. Bow tie. Number bow tie, nine. Right at the beginning of the uh, right freak out, he walks by. That's it. <laughs> the bow tie killer walking by one more time. I don't I don't That's, know if we'll see him again next week. but I'm not sure, but this, this week it was nine times in three minutes. Yeah. I mean, maybe he got hit with the wicker chair that Ray threw. <laughs> it was a pretty good throw, too, considering he's only got one eye. Bad death perception, so. <laughs> ah, Bobo Jake Gyllenhaal needs to change his tie clip because it's sideways. Also, he does attack Art three times. You would figure after, like, the first or second time they would have maybe tried to stand between them. Right, separated them a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously an issue. Do you want me to move? Yeah. <laughs> And, like, when the fight breaks out, the two cops break it up, but nobody else feels the need to get involved. Like, there's five other cops standing around, a dozen firemen. They're like, whatever. We'll just let them fight it out. You can see uh, Tom Hanks' boxer shorts in the scene, too. That's exciting. <laughs> We've seen way, way more than that from him, so. That's a good point, when he has little blue shorts on. Yeah. Which he can wear boxer shorts because they'll be hanging out at the bottom of it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, I do not have anything else. No. So you can come over, uh, join us on the the Burbs Minute on uh, Facebook, on Twitter. That's the only place we are on Facebook, on uh, social media. So you got to meet us there. You can go over to iTunes, give us a five star review. You know, write us a little review, say how great we are, tell them we're at least adequate five stars. <laughs> um, there's a, lots of movies by minutes, but you should uh, you should head over to the Star Wars Minute that started all with uh, Alex Robinson and Pete the Retailer. Um, again, you can either thank them or blame them for this movies by minutes format uh you can go to moviesbyminutes.com and check out all the other ones there's about i don't know 72 of them or something now i'm currently about 20 minutes into uh another living dead minute which is pretty good yeah i just i last week i finished the star trek minute con so yeah i finished that. <laughs> it was just a star trek 2 the wrath of con so far so i finished that one and i'm watching airport over the next two days so i can listen to the airport minute you should have went right in without watching it. Yeah, without watching it at all. 
<laughs> I just hope that I've seen the movie Airplane enough that I get enough of the references. Right. You can just pick it up from there. Uh, I think I've seen, like, part of another airport movie, but it wasn't this one. It was, like, Airport 77 or something, one of the other ones. Yeah, so definitely check that one out. So check out Star Wars Minute, Star Trek Minute, Airport Minute, um, Living Dead Minute. Um, I'll also mention check out Princess Bride Minute because we had uh, Jonathan on here with us. Check out the Fifth Element Minute, uh, Crystal Beth's podcast. I think that's the only ones of the people we've had on here. The Minutes, but, yeah. yeah. That's about it. And check out Atomic Trivia War 9000 and uh, check out the Adventure Club Podcast Network. Ah, I remember where our other guests were from. Wait, and the Rock and or Roll Podcast. Thank you. <laughs> I have it written down, but again, my notebook has fallen to the floor, and I cannot retrieve it. This always happens at the end of the week for you. Yeah. <laughs> I think by the end of the week, the, the notebook slides away, and I can no longer read it. The only thing I can read on it is minute 90. <laughs> All right, that's it. I'm blown up. Get me out of here. Stay safe, neighbors. <laughs>